Hello. Welcome back into the podcast, Dodging to the Review. And it is your host, Young Stud, accompanied by my co-host today and Jacob. Um, before we do get into it, I just want to apologize on uh, our behalf. We did not make our last Friday episode podcast. Uh, just ran into some things, got really busy there. So we apologize, but uh, we're back, ready than ever, and uh, ready to talk some Dodger baseball. So take a how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. You know, Dodgers have been playing well this last series, and it's what we expected out of this team. It's it's what we need out of this team. So uh, things are starting to click with this Dodger team. But, uh, you know, hockey-wise, Kings are kind of losing it. So there's that. But, you know, baseball-wise, things are looking pretty good. Um. I, I don't. I mean, do you know they lost? Like they they're done, right? The season's over. I oh, because there's no game seven, huh? Nope, they lost. That the season's done. They lost in six games. So. Oh, they didn't force the game seven, huh? <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. Why I was thinking that they they did it, but no, I knew they lost game six, but I don't know why I thought there was still a game seven. There should have been a game seven. If they won the game we went to, but yeah, that's a story for another day, and um, that's it's gonna be a long off season. It definitely sucks. Um, but the Dodgers and and you mentioned they're playing good baseball, and you know I'll, I'll give you a little curveball right off the bat. Is it indicative? Is it indicative of the Dodgers playing good baseball or the Cardinals just playing really bad baseball? Mm. Because the Cardinals, Cardinals are. Different. Pretty I mean, again, I, I literally picked this team to go to the World Series. I, I don't know if you remember that uh, season predictions. I, I picked the Cardinals to go to the World Series. And, um, yeah, it's not looking good for them. They are just playing downright terrible, and it just gets even worse after this series versus the Dodgers. But the Dodgers, to their credit, took care of business, and they swept the Dirty Bird or the Redbirds out of town, I should say, and uh, matched their season high at three-game win streak. Overall, though, what did you see from the series that is your biggest takeaway? Biggest takeaway from this series was probably the pitching. Yeah. Uh, I know I know that Noah Syndergaard pitched today, and he got the win. Um, I believe he gave up, like, two, was it two runs or three runs? Uh, a couple right. runs, or three runs, actually. Yep, three runs. Three runs, yeah. So three runs, not too bad for, you know, Noah Syndergaard, but... Offense was able to come in, give him the runs he needed. So that was pretty good from Syndergaard. Three runs isn't too much compared to his other outings beforehand. And then uh, Kershaw, you know, Kershaw was fantastic. This is the – that's the Clayton Kershaw that, you know, we like all Dodger fans know and love to see. You know, lights out, seven innings, just pure dominance over the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I think the pitching definitely was the biggest winner of this uh, three-game series. Like they definitely were the propeller to help the Dodgers win this series, and and highlighted and marqueed by uh, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, I, I don't know if we've touched on this, but I feel like this guy gets disrespected. Like he gets overlooked, and, and it's really weird. 
it could just be me, but I, I just feel like he gets overlooked. Like there, I feel like there's a lot more talk about Jacob Degrom and yes, Justin Verlander, you know, over the Garrett last Cole, couple Scherzer. of years, Max Scherzer even, yeah, than Clint Kershaw. When Clint Kershaw arguably has been the most consistent of all, I would say over time, just because of his little health issues, I would say Garrett Cole has been maybe a bit more consistent. But yeah, like he's uh when when it comes to like the interviewers and reporters, like they do their breakdown of top pitchers, you know, Kershaw's always in the he's always underneath DeGrom, Verlander, Scherzer. And it's just he uh he really is like uh I wouldn't say underrated, but he's uh, overlooked, right? Is, isn't that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he really is overlooked. Yeah. And, um, but it's time, we're not going to overlook him here. Obviously not. And uh, he's just really been the greatest of this generation of our time. And he will be in the Hall of Fame first ballot. Um, all of that wonderful stuff. We'll jump into Friday night's recap in the Dodgers 7 3 victory. Go ahead. I was going to say, and then, uh, when it comes to age, Kershaw is still fairly young compared to all the other pitchers. You know, those guys are, like, entering their 40s, or they are 40, so. Right, and, yeah, those guys are up there in age, and that's nice to see. Kershaw is 34, I think, last time we checked. Um, yeah, 34. And his arm could probably go another five years if you really wanted to. I mean, this guy is not slowing down. Um it's just his back issues, right? That's just the biggest yeah. problem with Kershaw and his back. And the back is a really important thing in your body. And um, But if you really could and wanted to, you could definitely pitch another five years because that arm is still just perfected its craft. Um, the the 12-6 and the slider is just it's, it's too dominant. Yes. No one knows how to hit off it. Yes, really, really dirty slider. Um, but Friday, 7-3 victory over the Cardinals to begin the series. Dodgers returning from their road trip in Chicago and Pittsburgh. And they come home with the win. Uh, notables, Max Muncy went 1-for-2. Jason Hibbert, a couple of RBIs uh, for the Cardinals. Paul Goldschmidt, 2-for-4. Lars Newbar, 1-for-2. Muncy, you know, so the April ended. And we go back to March 30th, which was opening day of the regular season when he had five strikeouts. And uh, I don't know if it was you, but people on Twitter told me at least, like, give him a month, see how he does. And uh, you know what? He actually did step up this month. He had a really good month of April. Yeah, at uh, one point in April, he was leading the MLB in home runs. If not, he still may be. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely up there in home runs. And, you know, he's hitting around 240, and that's, kind of where Max Muncy's kind of always been at, and he's just, you know, hits a lot of home runs, 35-40 home run hitters. So Max Muncy is back. I think it's safe to say Max Muncy's back. Again, I'm really critical and pessimistic in a way of Max Muncy over the last couple of years. And uh, if we could get this Max Muncy, I think that's that's pretty solid for the Dodgers because that's what we were accustomed to seeing over the last little while here, five years now since he's been up. Um. And uh, Jason Hayward, a couple RBIs. You know, Jason Hayward is coming in, getting his little knocks here and there. And I think he's the most consistent of Hayward, Peralta, and 
Taylor and Thompson. Like, is that safe to say? Is he the most consistent of those outfielders? Out of Taylor, Thompson, and Peralta? Yeah, I would say Hayward has been. Uh, even with the glove, you know, Hayward's pretty solid out there. And then offensively, he's been there at times. Yeah, pretty good glove. He is a gold glove winner. And uh, I remember being back in the day, I'm pretty sure it was Jason Hayward and Yasiel Puig. I, I would be pretty mad when he would rob Puig of uh, gold gloves because I thought Puig was deserving of gold gloves and Hayward would always win them. And uh, so now he's a daughter, so that's cool. But, uh, yeah, J- uh, Jack Flaherty had a streak of allowing six hits or fewer snapped at 30 games versus the Dodgers. Did you know that? I did not know. Pretty crazy stat. Six hits or fewer? Yep, in 30 straight starts. What is that, like, since last season? Yeah, at very least. Uh, He's been injured a lot, so it could go back to at least two seasons, but... Uh, that's well, basically that's... a full season, and you know, and a fully healthy. That's a fully healthy regular season for any starter. Yeah, thirty starts, full season. That's and so he's pretty much a Dodger killer. That was just versus uh, any team. Oh, any team in general. Thirty straight starts of allowing six hits or fewer for Jack Flaherty, and hmm. the Dodgers got more than six hits on Friday versus Jack Flaherty. So um, that was a stat I did not know, and that's a pretty good accomplishment by Jack Flaherty. But the Dodgers took care of him. Uh, of course, Flaherty from Los Angeles area. And uh, the Dodgers got the win on Friday overall. Pretty good game. Uh, my one knock about the Friday game, I don't know if you could relate or attest to that, but I was really unable to watch that game because of Apple TV. Yeah, I uh... – you know, and I know that you pay for Spectrum. I have Spectrum too, so I wasn't able to watch that either. Kind of a, it's kind of shitty when that's like Apple TV. They just take over like those Friday night games. It's like, come on, like the broadcasters are bad, and it's just like, who's gonna pay for one night of Apple TV? Like, it's just, it's just, it's really inconvenient when they have it on Apple Plus, whatever TV. It really is. I mean, I, I don't know what audience they're trying to appease here, appeal to here, because not everybody is, has an Apple, right? Not everybody has an iPhone, whatever. Like, I, I don't know what you do in that case. If you have an Android, do you get Apple TV? I'm not sure how that even works. Um, so I think what it works is that, like, if you have a smart TV, you have to download, like, the – it's like Hulu and Netflix, like, on smart TV. So you just have to download, like, the, the Apple app pretty much. So there's an Apple app on your Android phone? Uh, no. So, like, I wouldn't be able to watch that from my phone. Like, I would have to... Uh, like a tablet? Actually, I, I think there is an Apple app, actually. Like, just in general. But I would be, like... On smart TVs, you can download apps. And, like, there's usually, like, a Apple TV, like, pre-installed on all smart TVs. So you, it would just be done on that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's pretty stupid to be... Like, come on. It's just stupid. Um, Apple TV. Last year, uh, Pools hit his 700th home run on Apple. On TV. Apple, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a, just a tragedy overall. Just don't like it at all. Um, so that sucks. That was, 
that was like a once in like a like when was the last time someone hit 700 it was barry bonds right um yes it was and like why wouldn't like why wouldn't you want to broadcast that to like the entirety of the world like you're just going to put it on one specific device like that's that specific albert pujols game like why like it just didn't make sense apple at least we were there yeah yeah i mean we were me and you were there my uh i think my grandma was there as well too yeah she was in top deck and then we were in pavilion trying to hustle those 699 and 700 but sadly we did not get any we did not but uh overall it was just great to be there and uh oh yeah it's a mlb hall of fame moment right there to witness that exactly so uh, the dodgers win on friday night seven to three over the cardinals which went into saturday night and kershaw once again got the ball on saturday night and it was once again a low scoring saturday night game at home for the dodgers in which they just barely got the victory 1-0 over the Cardinals, a shutout for Clayton Kershaw, who gets the win. Seven innings pitch, two hits, no runs, nine strikeouts to the ERA now, 1.89 on the season. Exceptional. Ex- like, that's that's what you want out of Kershaw. That's what, uh, like, that's, that's just Clayton Kershaw right there. Nine strikeouts, seven innings pitched, two hits, no walks. That no walks is impressive. Like being able to get nine strikeouts and no walks, like it's just it's pure dominance throughout the whole game for him. Yeah, I mean he's just looked fantastic out there. He's he's look he really looks healthier than ever. I mean, you know, you usually see him maybe nagging a little bit through starts, but he just looks pretty healthy out there. Um he's just having fun, he's just doing his thing and and that's really good to see. Um, his next start will be versus the Padres in San Diego. So that should be a really good matchup for him. Is that after the Philly series? Yes. So they travel to San Diego. Okay. Yeah, so that should be a good series, as will be the next one that we'll preview in a little bit. Um, but 1-0 win over the, for the Dodgers over the Cardinals on Saturday night. Cardinals wearing those baby blue uniforms. What is your opinion on those? I'm a fan of them. I really like the Cardinal jerseys, and I think those baby blues are one of the, I think they're one of the best jerseys in MLB, personally. Listen, like, I like the jerseys, right? I, in fact, I had a jersey. I had that same jersey. Um, I sold it, but uh, hmm. the jersey itself is is good. Like, I really like the jersey, but I, I can't get behind the colored pants. I, I just, I cannot, like. Even with the Dodgers and the City Connects that they ditched the blue pants, I, I just did not like it. And it looks so much better with the white pants now. I'm just a traditional white pants, you know, gray pants guy. I, I don't like colored pants. And then you're seeing with a lot of these City Connects, the Mariners have, like, what, black pants. The Rangers have black yeah. pants. I, I just – it looks so ugly. And the, the Cardinals don't look as bad in the baby blue pants, but I don't know. Just not not a fan of that overall but the jersey itself is pretty nice yeah do the the cardinal the baby blue isn't their city connect is it no it's an alternate and they don't have a city connect then they do not yeah okay yeah the uh i don't really like colored pants either i was gonna mention the the mariner city connect the they even got like the trident on the side like that looks so fire and then like i kind of like the pants at first no, no, on the jersey. On the jersey. They got, like, okay. the, the trident on it. Yeah. 
But then, like, I kind of like the pants that bit. But then, like you said, like, black pants, like, it just doesn't... They, they would look a lot better with white. Let me just say that. Yeah, or, or maybe, even, like, white with, like, the, like, a, that yellow tint, like, on the, the, the trident, maybe? Like, the yellow lining or something? But, yeah, just those black pants were not it. It's just, it's an abomination, to say the least. Um, but going back on, on the tracks here... Yeah. Uh, James Altman, 243. James Altman still one of the best for, for the top – one of the top three hitters in the Dodgers lineup. Uh, Montgomery got the loss for the Cardinals. It was really good outing by him. He's on my fantasy team, as was, as is Kershaw. Uh, six, yeah, two, six, point, <laughs> six and two-thirds innings for Montgomery, five hits, uh, one Ernie, and seven Ks. Just a tough outing for him as the Cardinals did not get many run support. And the Cardinals – I would hate to be a Cardinals fan right now. I mean, we complain about the Dodgers and how they've been playing, but I mean, Cardinals be the Cardinals. Slouching. They got I the reigning MVP, and they got Arenado who's slumping. It's and it's not like they ha- they don't have decent pitching. Like it's just a whole team slump, really. Their pitching could be better. That is one of the biggest gripes about the Cardinals or the weak points uh, is their pitching, starting pitching, bullpen, but. The offense, though, just, I mean, three runs, zero runs, another three runs today. Just, you really can't win many ball games scoring three runs per game. So, they're going to need to get going. Um, I don't know whose job is safe in St. Louis right now because this has to get turned around. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they definitely need to do something about that. They are in last place in the NL Central. So, um and it's not we'll like the see. Central has tough competition either. My bad. Yeah. But the Dodgers will see the Cardinals in less than a month in May in St. Louis. So we shall see where they are then. But, uh, yeah, Saturday night, they win the series over the Cardinals at that point, right? Uh, Kershaw, once again, we, we touched on Kershaw quite a lot here. Just magnificent start. And we'll see how he does against the Padres, his next start. But, uh Little nugget for that game on Saturday. The Cardinals entered that game with the league best 321 average against left handed pitchers, and Kershaw shut them out. Wow. So they were they were doing pretty well against lefties, and then Kershaw yep. just said, Nope. That is exactly yeah. right. And then uh, who came in after Kershaw? I, it was Phillips and Gratterall, right? Or the yeah, way that sounds about right. I, I know Gratterall got the save on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I think our bullpen is maybe starting to feel a little bit better after the, after the whole paternity thing. You know, their wives are. You know, they got their healthy childs born, so I think they're they're ready to start grooving now. Yeah, that that could totally be a thing, and we'll see if yep. that is the case on uh, this next series. Um, should be interesting, but. Today. See how Muncie does as well? Yeah, Muncie, big month for him um, this May. Like, April is good. Carry it over into May and the rest of the season. So, I'll be watching Muncie with a keen eye. Um, Sunday, 6-3 victory to sweep the Cardinals and win three straight to match their season high win streak. Syndergaard got his first win despite not pitching his greatest of this season. He's definitely had better outings, I feel like, in this season and also a lot worse. So, um, this was an okay outing. He had zero strikeouts today, and he got the win. His first Dodger yeah. win. So he was really just letting his defense work for him. 
yeah, Cardinals were putting some uh, some bat on ball, but overall the Dodgers did hold their own. As did Syndergaard, a quality start, gave them a chance to win. You know, a lot of complaining has been done over about Noah Syndergaard by a lot of people over on social media, whatever, Dodger fans. Give him time. Again, like, was I happy with him to begin the game when he, you know, the Cardinals scored? No, but overall he settled in and he gave him a chance to win. We'll see how he does next start. Uh, it should also be against the Padres, so that should be an interesting game. Um, Hayward, one for one today with the double. Two walks, two runs scored. Taylor, two for four with the double. RBI runs, uh, stolen base. And Mookie Betts, one for three with the double and two walks. Yeah, pr- pretty solid all around today. Guys were getting base hits. Guys were getting on. Yeah, Mookie Betts now hitting two thirty five on the season. Hey. Thoughts on Mookie Betts? Uh, you know, I wasn't really. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I wasn't really too excited at his contract extension, and then he won a World Series with us. So I was like, okay, you know, he he helped us win a World Series. Boom. But like, he really hasn't done much since. I know he had like. I know he got like a career high home runs with us. I don't know if it was last season or the season before. Last season. Yeah, and then he got the silver slugger too, didn't he? Yeah, pretty sure he did. Yeah, so like booger schmooger stats, like what does it even matter at this point? He's won two World Series. Like, is Mookie really trying to win anymore? Or is he just, I got the bag secured, I'm good? Because, you know, he, uh, I know his wife just gave birth as well. So, you know. He could have been in the, a little shambles as well, just like our bullpen guys and Muncie. But, you know, it's it's Mookie bets. You know, how much of a slump can he be in and how long can it go for? So I just, like I said, I'm going to say it again. I think the Dodgers should have got Bryce Harper. Even with his even with his current injuries, I still think they should have gotten him. But I just, Mookie Betts needs to, he really needs to do something to boost, to make me feel better about him. I'm just his defense is exceptional, but you know we we need his offense, and he's really not clicking. So yeah, it's totally okay to expect better out of Mookie Betts, Mister three hundred sixty-five million dollar man. It's totally okay to expect that two thirty-five just is not going to cut it. Um, for what we're paying him and for how many years he's going to be here, so we shall see if he gets it going. I, I really hope he can, but. I mean, at what point do we start blaming coaching and management and all that for potentially tweaking his swing, getting you to say, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff at the wall here because I don't know what it is, but he has not been himself to begin the year. And really, he hasn't been Boston Mookie Betts either, like any point of year. Like he's been close, but not quite Boston Mookie Betts and what we thought we were getting. So I don't know what it is. Yeah, it was it was really just the that one or two seasons where, like I said, career high home runs and then silver slugger. It's just he's uh he's definitely moving past his prime. What age thirty thirty one now? Yeah, it's like thirty two. Thirty one. Yeah, so there's still definitely two three seasons left of Mookie prime, but it's just is he gonna bring it? That's the question. Yeah, so Mookie Betts, we'll see how he does this month of May uh, as we turn the page, right? April is now past us. The first month of the regular season has passed us, and we're into May. 
and uh, should be an interesting schedule of May here as we uh, turn the page. Dodgers in the month of May tied for first with Arizona Diamondbacks at 16 and 13. Again, the entire NL West really has not played out as to you know what we a lot of people have predicted. The Padres are 15 and 14 themselves. So, as we enter May, what do you expect to play out here? Um, the Dodgers take a division lead into June. Are the Padres going to come up here? Are the Diamondbacks going to stay in the race? How do you see this NL West playing out? Month of May, NL West. Okay. Um, there's something else that I wanted to say about. What were we talking about beforehand? Uh, Mookie Betts. Oh, yeah, Mookie Betts. That's right. So I was going to say, if I remember correctly in the last show, I think Mookie Betts did really well in May. But like He got a player of the month card. So just a little random thing out there I'm throwing. Maybe Mookie Betts has a really good month of May. Like maybe May is just where he performs well. So I'll, I'll throw on that a bit. But, um, you know, the, the Diamondbacks are just... I, I really think they're going to go far this year. You know, Zach Galen is really impressive. Uh, they have a really young and veteran lineup. And then the I know the Padres in the Mexico series, they're hitting a lot of dingers. But me personally, I think that uh, series was a little – the baseballs were rigged, but that's something for another time. So I don't really see the division changing much. I think the, I think the Diamondbacks will stay in first with the hot Dodgers on the second. And then – the Padres just, besides that Mexico City series, they really aren't clicking too. So I know Tatis is back, but there's probably still some changes going around with that. So I still see the like the Diamondbacks, maybe maybe in second place, but it's gonna it's gonna be a one and two Dodgers Diamondbacks. So you think the Padres are gonna fall off? I think they're still gonna stay in third. Like they won't be too far behind, but like like five games or less. All three yeah, teams. I, I say like, yeah, I say Padres, Diamonds, those three teams, yeah, they'll be within like five games of each other. All right, so, I mean, I wouldn't hate that. I mean, it makes for interesting topics, interesting conversation for everybody to be competitive, you know, kind of close to each other. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, it's really good to see the Diamondbacks competitive again. You know, they, like I said, their lineup is really good. I, I do like the Snakes. uh I do like the snakes, and it's good to see Arizona doing good. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I think the Dodgers will obviously, you know, be up there in the you know standings. Um, will they have a division lead at the end of May? <sighs> yes, I'm gonna say yes. They will have a division lead at the end of May. My heart's saying yes, so um, we're gonna go with that. And uh, but yeah, I, I think I think the D-backs could also hang around. I guess as well. I think the D-backs will stay in this race at least for another month. So, uh, and the Padres are going to be there as well. So, yeah, the Padres do have Joe Musgrove coming back as well. So, uh, he just started in Mexico. He gave up like seven runs. Oh, that, that was his just, first start. That's just like inflation. Just you just throw it away. So, oh, so Musgrove is back then. All right. Um, but yeah, overall, what would you grade the April for the Dodgers first month? for the Dodgers. Ooh. Had a little iffy beginning of April. They picked it up towards the end of April. You know, they're they're tied for first, which is, you know, that's you want your team to be in first, but you know, sixteen and thirteen, it's 
It's more than 500, so I'll give them a lenient B minus. B minus. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, worse than me for once. I'm giving them a B. Oh I'm wow. Just, I'm just gonna give them a B. Um, nothing too special. Nothing too bad. I think B. Um, for where they are right now, it's fine, right? Tied for first, that's always a decent spot to be in the playoffs. So, um, right now, I'm gonna give them a B grade. Uh, there's still a lot they can improve on, um, and they can improve and get much better. Um, because I don't know if it could get worse, but things are there's a couple of things that are so pretty bad. So, um, despite all that, where they are, I'm gonna give them a B grade. So, uh, okay. as we look ahead to the next series, the Philadelphia Phillies are coming to town. Um, 15 and 14, I'm currently watching them on my TV right now. They're playing Sunday Night Baseball in Houston. Um, so, they'll be coming in late tonight. 15 and 14 could be, well, they're 15 and 13. I, I think they're going to lose this game. They could win. But uh, either way, they're like almost a similar record to the Dodgers. Um, but they're in fourth place in the NL East. So that just goes to show you how much better the NL East is to begin the year. So Harper, Bryce Harper could return this series according to reports. That should be very interesting to see. That would um, be so much fun. I hope he does return for, you know, just baseball sake. I mean, we want to see Bryce Harper in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? So uh, hopefully he does return after his Tommy John surgery. Uh, makes his season debut. Uh, it'll be Walker versus Gonsolin on Monday. Strom versus Arias on Tuesday. Matt Strom, I'm not sure if he's a starting pitcher now or it's going to be a bullpen day, but uh, Matt Strom is going to start for the Phillies on Tuesday. And then Arenola versus his major league debut for the Dodgers, Gavin Stone on Wednesday. You were pretty excited for Gavin Stone when that little announcement came up. Yeah, I mean, he's basically the top prospect for the Dodgers and the pitching staff. So, uh, I don't know about More you, so but... than uh, Bobby Miller? Yeah, I think. And you can flip-flop him. A couple of other, you know, um, outlets may have um, Miller over Stone, but a lot of them have Stone as the number one pitching prospect for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Okay, okay. So, yeah, um, um, he's a he's potentially a number five guy, right? Like our fifth spot. Yeah, uh, I don't. I think he's who's he filling in for Grove? Did Grove, Grove. make his last start? I think it was Gonsolin that took it over. I know Gonsolin's going to pitch on Monday, so yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I think Grove's out of the rotation by now, so yeah, it should be uh, Grove spot. But Stone is going to make his debut. Uh, for Los Angeles. Looking forward to it. Um, we have talks about going to this series. One of the... That happens. Yeah. happens with that. But um, quick look ahead to the Philly series. Um, Phillies, you know, Trey Turner's return to the Dodger Stadium, right? Ever since he signed with the Phillies. If that's right, right? Yes. Trey's, Trey's back. Yeah, so... Uh... I don't know if Dodger fans give him a standing ovation. I don't think he'll get a standing ovation, but I think he'll get a few boos here and there maybe. But overall, he was pretty loved in Dodger Stadium. And, uh, you know, the Phillies, 
they have a solid lineup overall. You know, I know Reese Hoskins what, towards UCL, his ACL in spring training. Yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah, so he's out for the season. And then uh, Bryson Stott, you know, he's a – I think this is his rookie season too. So him and Outman are right there competing for that rookie of the year spot, I think. I think those two guys will be the, the runner-ups in the end of this. And then uh, – Outfield wise, Castellanos, Schwarber, they they got power. They got power and they got pop. So if uh you know, and then they got pitching, Wheeler, Nola, uh, Taiwan Walker. They, they got a solid team. It's just uh, I don't I don't really know what happened to the Philly team. I know the beginning of the season they were like zero and eight or something, or like one and four, two and something really bad. So, but I think the Dodgers could take the series. Yeah, could be because they're missing Bryce Harper in the lineup, MVP. So that yeah, I didn't even mention Bryce Harper. Duh. Um, they will be glad to have that him back. Um, but yeah, the Dodgers definitely could take this series. Like if they're serious about being a good team, then you take their series versus a a pretty good team and a you know the pennant winning team last year from the Phillies. So. Yeah, it should be an interesting series, a good series. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, Trey Turner's back in Los Angeles. He should get like a video montage. Of that, you know, He'll say hi to the crowd and all that. Um, so it should be good to see him back. Uh, just an exciting player, just an exceptional player. Um, so glad to have him back here for a couple of games. And um, yeah, any final thoughts before we end this podcast? Um, uh, no, no, that's it for me. That's, uh, yeah. All good from here. Alrighty, well, we will talk to you guys again on Wednesday, probably after the first two games. And we've been through this so much because there's been so many matinee Wednesday games. Like, after, are we going to talk after the Wednesday game and then Tuesday? We'll talk after the first two games of the series and recap the Wednesday game by itself on Friday games, on Friday's podcast. So, with that being said, Young and Jacob going to sign off. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Go Have a good one. Yeah, go Dodgers.